All right, friends, family, it's season 10, episode 3 of the Washed Up Podcast. Everybody's in a great mood. It's going to be a lot of fun. We start off with a little call to our friend of the program, Mitch. He's definitely not a scumbag, um, but we are going to call him. We're going to talk NFL draft. We're going to see how he feels about the Bears. I'm pretty sure he feels pretty good about him, but we don't want to spoil anything. Then into some MLB. Uh, it's really bad for everybody right now, the MLB. And by everybody, I just mean me and Brez. Then we fast forward into the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs, and how can we bankrupt somebody rather than getting bankrupt? Because it still seems that we are just the butt end of every joke, and I just want for one time that I make money. It's a washed-up podcast. Can we please just get it? You can come get me. I'm in the Season 10, episode 3, fellas, it is uh, 10.03. Um, Brady, I know you kind of came to a alarming conclusion that... Um, Brady's probably bewilderment. First off, we want to be the front butt of the joke. Nice, front butt. Yeah. That's a good way um, to put it. Also, recap from last week, my head, my skull is not getting bigger, <laughs> and it turns out I did just have a lot of hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looked really good. Thank God for its thickness. Yeah, I, that, that's a problem. That's why I didn't donate. I don't want to be a fraud. I wasn't able to donate. It wasn't long enough, but I just couldn't take it anymore. Um, there will be more uh, opportunity for that later in my life, so I'm not too worried about it. Um, it was just growing outwards. My head, w- my hair was getting thicker, which I don't know how is impossible. I, how it's possible, but um, my bewilderment for this week is modern day fashion. So the Met Gala <laughs> was last night, and I I don't know if I'm just so out of touch or like modern day fashion is wearing a trash bag and calling it fashion. It's literally like what Zoolander joked around about is becoming real life. Yeah. So like that's. Comedy, movie, it's a parody. It's yeah. supposed to be a joke, it's but hysterical. now it's like real life. Like, and we have ladies actually getting like, you know, cheek implants to be a cat. Yeah. <laughs> what a world. Yeah, what was with all that cat shit? I that saw like- Jared Leto. He dressed up as a big cat. No, no but there were like Doja multiple people- Actually got, you know, cat it like implants in her face, like from It's Always Sunny. When yeah, Maureen that, Ponderosa gets that done, Doja Cat actually got that done. That freaked me out. I saw that today and was like, who the fuck is that? That's scary. Oh, my God. It was like, is Cats the movie coming to real life? Why like, couldn't it be Tom and Jerry? the truth. I'll show you right now. What? Even if that was the truth. Like, yeah, it would make a little bit of sense to promote Cats the movie coming out, but not getting... What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. You just showed me the picture. She's so beautiful, dude. Why would she do that? Like, I don't know. Whatever, my opinion my on chin, her has soured with that Taco Bell commercial song where she's like, yeah, 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 like into the microphone. And it was like, this is just assaulting my ears. 
We not do, there to we, the ears. What do the ears do to deserve that? I exactly. respect your opinion, but we do not slander Taco Bell on this podcast. No, we're not slandering Taco Bell. We're it. slandering Doja Cat. I know, but she's in the commercial. So, so. back to the bewilderment. <laughs> Fashion has definitely taken a very weird turn, and it wasn't just the Met Gala. If you guys saw what Joel Embiid was wearing. You mean Harden? No. Was Harden was on the court, James. He was wearing a Philadelphia 76ers jersey. Oh, when he walked in, he had a very exotic outfit on. I'm talking about Joel Embiid on the bench. Oh, okay. Wearing Balenciaga. And it's just a sweatshirt. But, like, the seam at the shoulder, it's just ripped. It's just ripped everywhere. And it's like you just bought, like, like a champion hoodie, ripped it, took the logo off, and then just plastered Balenciaga on it. And it's just like a teal sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, and it's ugly as shit. And then he's just got blue jeans on, like really light blue jeans, I think. I don't know. I wasn't looking at his legs. But why? I don't that know. That cost him probably six fifty, at least. Six, six fifty for the sweatshirt, minimally. Min- yeah, right. I would say. Like, but minimal. it's Joel Embiid, so even if it's like a $3,000 sweatshirt, they're like, oh, I'll give it to you for six fifty. Yeah. I, I actually have... A social conspiracy on Balenciaga. Aren't they I think canceled? I think you've talked about it. They're just trying. Well, no, yeah, they're they're actively promoting diddling kids. Oh, a lot. I thought I just had saw that, but like a month ago, I am fully convinced that they are out to create intentionally ugly as fuck clothes and put a high price tag on it, just to see how many people wear it to say they can afford it. Yeah, like why? Shit's becoming so weird and so outlandish that that's where we're going with things. Like we're 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 choosing to believe that they're intentionally making these clothes ugly because of how ugly they've gotten them. Yes. Kanye West was walking around in SpongeBob fucking boots. Like, or, well, no, they're not actually SpongeBob boots, but those big rubber boots. Those are fire. <laughs> Those are not fire. Yes, they are, dude. You look like a cartoon. Yeah, okay, if I had to pay for them, I wouldn't think they were fire. But if I was Kanye West and paid for them, that would be sick. Those are cool. Those (laughs) make sense. Those are just like red boots, though. There's not 19 different factors to this. It's simple. It's a color red, and it's a boot. Yeah, are they oversized? Sure. Three parts to it. Not 97 with all these outfits. Yeah. Yeah, fair. We'd have to talk to somebody who isn't like us who actually tries to dress fashionable. Does this look good to the eye to people? Because to me, I'm like, dude, that's atrocious. You you don't look attractive. Like it, It's just like with the shorts, too. Like men wearing shorts last night that everyone's like, oh, this guy killed it. I'm like, what? Why? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, no. It's like simple as like killing it now. It's I like, feel like everyone's too afraid to be like, that looks fucking stupid. Because it's like, oh, it's expensive and it's quote unquote high fashion. High fashion's ugly as shit. If you saw somebody walking down the street in one of those outfits, you'd be like, look at that clown. I think it's the centerpiece of no original thought, the Met Gala. Nobody, I, I completely Everybody agree. said everybody looked good. Every single person. Last year, the, we not had one person the tax, the rich dress. <laughs> this year, we have Matt Gates and AOC writing a bill together. It's beautiful. Dude. Just time progression. Well, like, I, I saw Brady right after he got a haircut wearing sweats, and I just go, man, you look good. Yeah. 
These people are fucking wealthy, and of course they're just going to tell each other they look good. No, I know. I'll tell you you look good in sweats any day of the month. I understand why it's happening. I just don't (laughs) understand whether they're telling the truth or not. I really want to know if they're just doing it because they're wealthy and having a good time and just giving compliments. I love positivity, so keep spreading it. But I want to know if they're being serious. Because then I'm going to have to drop some non-positivity and make fun of them. (laughs) They're definitely not being serious. Yeah. All those people definitely hate each other. I agree. I got a little bit of a Hunger Games vibe from seeing all those things. I guess we're going to have to go because you'd have to hear the murmurs to hear about people bagging other people's outfits. Because on Twitter and shit, they're always going to tell them they look good. But there's definitely murmurs like Doja Cat walking past. What the fuck is she wearing? That bitch cray. Yeah, and then she gets up to the microphone. She looks beautiful tonight. You go, girl. Her (laughs) lips look totally normal. Yeah. (laughs) But um, that was my bewilderment. I still can't figure it out, and I... Don't know why I thought this group would figure High it out. High fashion is yeah. fucking stupid. Well, it's just like what we think we could pull off in and of ourselves. Like when I even wear like a hat that isn't a baseball hat, I'm like, ooh, am I really about to make this fucking power move and wear yeah. this not normal hat? Yeah. And I already get super self-conscious about it. Like even the Paperboy hat I have, like I'll wear it on St. Patrick's Day or St. Patrick's Month, and I'm just like, this is the right choice. Yeah. But if I wear it any other time, like, seriously, I'm like, am I making a good decision? Like, yeah. if I, I walked guess... in and saw you wearing that right now, I'd be like, huh, I wonder why he's wearing that. Yeah, is, that there, feeling... is there an occasion yeah. that he's wearing this for? Did I miss a national holiday that Cliff's wearing this hat? And don't even get me started on fedoras. That doesn't work. Yeah, no, for, not for anybody. Um, but when you get when someone tells you that you look good in that hat, how does it make you feel? <laughs> Like, since you took that chance, and then you get the affirmation of taking that chance. So, I guess, full circle, that's why they do it. Yeah, I like trying to get out of my comfort zone with what I wear, but not too drastic. I'm a big being able to tell you what item of clothing it is that I'm wearing. Like, Like this jacket, under it, shirt. Russell Westbrook, last night, what was he wearing? What was that? What was his top? What would you call that? Yeah, true. What would you call what he was wearing? It was, I was so confused for a second. I was like, the Clippers aren't playing. <laughs> Is sneaky, it a parka? Sneaky. Is it a jacket? I don't like confusion. It's a duster. I, Those are I, sick. I will say Mahomes probably had the most normal outfit. Right. Like a nice suit. I'm like, hey, he looks sharp in that nice suit. So it is possible. Patrick Mahomes, thanks for holding it down for us normal people out there. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> that was really good. Oh, Patrick that was Holmes. good. Um, I got a couple things. And by a couple, I just mean one thing. I am now, I'm now caught up with Ted Lasso, mm. and I don't know if anybody else is. I'm not so, up. what I said, I'm not caught up. That's all right. So there's another episode that I think drops tonight, like midnight, so Wednesday. Um, if you're listening to this, it's out. But the last episode, no spoilers. Legit, smiling ear to ear for the last ten minutes, just. Tears of joy. I need that. It's so, so it's written so well. The show fucks. It fucks all over the place, but it's like a sensual fuck. Mm. Like it works. Yeah. And it just makes you happy. Yeah. It, it's just such a simple concept of a show that just, like you said, just works. Do you know it's been in the work? I just found out it was been in the works for like, what, 10, 15 years yeah. before it even came out? I yeah. know. It's awesome seeing these stories about like how it full on came to be. And with Jason Sudeikis, like, 
legit trying to learn soccer yeah. in and of itself. And it's like, well, let's amplify this to the 10th degree yeah. and make it a character. So good. And that's why he plays it so well. It's and, just such an easy watch. And Roy Kent getting... Exactly. Yeah. Roy Kent getting the job as the, the actor. He was already a writer on the show. And he, spur of the moment, just like threw in an audition. And the casting people were just like, you know what? We're too fucking tired of looking for people. Do it and take it. Yeah. And he's like, oh, all right. Yeah, I'm in. <laughs> and he had to fly back. Yeah. That story's awesome. It, it is. It's a really good show. And I got to I gotta get myself caught up because it really does change my mood. It makes me feel so much better when I watch it. It's a feel-good show as to a T. Yeah. 10 out of 10 theme song. Yes. Yeah. That's always important. But, yeah, it is just such like, especially if you've seen, like, early episodes, just throw it on, fall asleep, take a nap to it. It's great. Yeah. I would never fall asleep during it. Neither could I. But I feel, um, so I've already seen the episode. I would definitely just sure. to hear Ted Lasso's sure. soothing voice as you're falling asleep. Yeah. I think uh, Apple TV is kind of hitting a stride because with that, with Ted Lasso, with Shrinking, and the new Jennifer Gardner show is and, fucking killer. And don't people love Severance, too? I haven't watched that because... Dude. I heard it's a giant... I heard it's not... If, for people like Brady and I, we, we shouldn't watch it. If we want to talk about Severance, we can make it real quick. I tried getting into it. Couldn't fucking do it. Too Why? much anxiety I'll the read, entire time. So, I'll read the plot of it to Brady right well, now. Well, I can tell... I'll tell you yeah, the I plot haven't heard it. anything so, about it. Severance is this idea of you are almost two separate people. The stop, person, stop. The person who goes to work and then the person who is outside of <laughs> we work. We can't watch it. So severance is this idea where you kind of chop your, your mind in half and you're two different people, the outside person and the working person. Uh-huh. So <laughs> your outside person doesn't know what's going on inside of work and your working person doesn't know what's going on outside of work. I actually love this idea. It's terrifying oh. because... <laughs> Yeah, I, because you can try your work self can be like I want to uh, make a case for not being in the severance community anymore, and your outside person will watch the video and ultimately decide if they want the work part of yourself to stay at work. Oh no, I can't even make a decision on my one self. And most of the people? time, most of the time, the people who chose this pack uh, hated what their life was. So they just, like, you live at work, you live outside, and you don't remember anything else. Yeah, I'm out. I, but like, Adam Scott's That got really weird fucking, at the end. Adam Scott's really fucking good. I, I Like, when I heard, like, the premise of it, like, uh, Joe Crawford actually goes, James, you can't watch that show. I'm like, why? He's like, you get anxiety if someone says, hey, James, how are you? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you think someone's talking bad about you. He's like, you can't watch this show. He's like, you will get it in your head so badly. Yeah, yeah I'm out. You already think you're the butt of the joke all the time. Exactly. Front butt. <laughs> Front butt. It's the goal for 2023. Um, it's a big FUPA podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what front butt's always meant? Of course. Damn. That's crazy. Uh, you watched the movie. I did. Uh, the new Peter Pan on Disney+. Plus. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. What is it? Why is it different? Is it different? It's just different, and there was absolutely no need to make another remake of Peter Pan. There's is it a- animated? No, it's real. <laughs> You know how they could have made a lot of money off of it? How? On like the 10 year anniversary of Michael Jackson's death and be like, I need to no. make the change. There's he was no obsessed need with for Peter that. Pan. Yeah, Michael Jackson. You want to have Michael Jackson linked to that even more? No, but Michael Jackson was like the most popular person in the world. 
Okay, I'm gonna get back into the movie. But <laughs> I'm gonna get into the movie. Why it was not good? I'm just a lost boy. Uh, from I did see like because I watched it, then I saw a review like on a movie podcast. It was just simple. It said the mouse can't keep getting away with this. That's so impressive that you can watch read reviews after instead of before. I just do it. I mean, it's just it, the movie was not good. It's Jude Law was the worst Captain Hook I've ever seen. And it was just like, there's just no need to make this movie, and Disney's got to just stop making live action remakes of fucking everything. Yeah. Do you know Steve Jobs like started Pixar? It doesn't surprise me. That's crazy. I mean, just stick with the Pixar movies. No need to just making money for Disney Plus. Yeah, that's kind of the point that I was gonna make, but then my brain fuzz. Um, <laughs> yeah, all all animated all the time. That's what Disney's made for. Real life is like HBO and those type of people. Yeah, it's like the the. The cartoon Peter Pan was like my, one of my favorite movies growing up. Such a good movie. And this one, it was just awful. How many live actions have they made of Peter Pan? Was this the first one? There's been a ton there's, of There's them. been a couple. Oh, really? There's been like four in our lifetime. Yeah, they're, all, they're not bad. This one was just fucking atrocious. What made you watch it? Just, just I mean, I like the movie. Scholarly curiosity? Yeah, and it was like, I think like an hour and a half long. I just threw mm. it on and I was like, not good. Yeah. And there's always, like, a new wrinkle to Peter Pan's story. Like, oh, we added this in. Nope, that wasn't there before. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, it was anxiety right there. Ugh. That's no good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my, my official score would be half a star. Really? Yeah. Fuck, that's wow. really bad. That's it was atrocious. Hey, it's still half. You, know? <laughs> you got part of it. Um, and it's really cool news. Ready Player One is officially on HBO Max. So if you haven't seen Ready Player One, I've go, actually never seen it. Go watch Ready Player One. Dude. I wish I watched it tonight. Yeah, dude, get stony. I haven't seen it and, either. And enjoy, dude. Make yourself a huge bowl of popcorn. Sit in front of it. I did just buy it. some popcorn. Yeah, exactly. So make two bags. Get a big bowl and just sit down and enjoy Ready Player One for I think it's a little less than two hours. Maybe it's two hours. Dude, it's like one of my favorite movies. Really, Chris? You're sure. the movie guy. That's yeah. it's always me saying I've never seen that. And you making this face. I am so excited for you. I'm gonna watch it tonight. It's so good. Please, I'm gonna watch it tonight. Chris, wow. was sh- me and uh, me and Chris watched it. Chris watched it, then she told me to watch it, and I watched it three nights in a row. Yeah, I've it seen was, it like six times. It's such a good watch. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw it on tonight for sure. Yeah, cool. you're uh, gonna fall in love. Oh, wait. Um, none of that other stuff was me on HBO. I was on it. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> oh. The self-help documentaries? <laughs> Not Brady. Well, <laughs> one more thing. Um, I finally watched Dune all the way through. That movie, I just fell asleep in. That's another one that people told me not to watch because of anxiety. <laughs> it's, it's very cool visually, and I just saw like everyone's freaking out that the second one comes out in November. I just didn't get that excited about it. I'm like, this is just really, really fucking boring. Really? Yeah. Anybody else seen it? Nope. No. Liam has? What would you give it? James. He needs a microphone. <laughs> uh, I so I really fucked with Dune. I also went like way out of my way to see it in like a Dolby theater and everything. That changes um, a lot of things. It's the biggest thing about it is if you haven't seen it, don't even bother until the second one's out. Really? Because it's it's a it's two movies based off of one book that would never fit into two movies. So they cut it right down the middle. If you watch that first Dune movie as like a standalone, you're going to get to the end and be like, all right, well, that just feels like a fucking drop off in the middle of it. Is it a prequel or? No, is- it's, it's, there's just part one it's and one two. Story. Yeah. Like two the, the second movie is going to pick up right where the first one ends. So it's in order though. Yeah. All right, and I'm so down for that shit, my brother. I, I would recommend 
when if if you have any interest in seeing it when it comes out, go watch. It's it's just super like deep. Like in terms of like lore and shit and they're using all these like space words. It's like <laughs> it's like it's like Star Wars, but like Star Wars is like a little more like simplistic, you know? Not as much fighting. Yeah. <laughs> definitely not definitely not as much fighting. There's more like Are there lightsabers? Like, no. Ah kinda? I don't know. But yeah, I would just just wait on it. Okay. If, 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 I, I would. I've got to tell me twice to wait on watching a movie. I bet when the second part comes out, that those two on their own, like if you put those movies together, like how you do with like like Kill Bill one and two, mm-hmm. it's just gonna make a, a beautiful picture. But I I totally get what you're saying. I I watched it again like four days ago or something. And I was like, really? three hours. Yikes! Yeah. But I I would advise waiting. All right, so you're giving it a five stars. You're giving it a um, um, I'm not going to give it a score until I see the second one. Okay. So I'm going to be fair. It, okay. Like, visually, visually stunning, very cool, but just very, like Liam said, deep. Um, all right, one real quick thing. Uh, that's not that one. Joel Embiid won MVP. Good. All that's right. Good for him. Yeah. Now, uh, we are going to, <laughs> Jesus Christ, Mitch just sent me a picture of what he's wearing, just so I can call him. A Justin Fields jersey and, like, boxers, probably. Yeah. Uh, we're having Mitch on, so here he comes. <laughs> Go Tar Heels. Yeah. <laughs> he's, now he's just kissing up to Brady. That's a very good start. <laughs> you know, I got to I gotta do what I got to do, boys. All right? You know, I said I got to had to do good things. Brad, you look great as always. Cliff, you're the best host in the world. Thank you. James. James, I guess your cousins are freak athletes and Trump fans, so I love that. And then go Tar Heels. Hang up on him right now. No, I'm not, no. Fuck. Iowa football is a fucking joke, you mental midget. Oh. I'm sorry. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait. So, I want it to be known for the pod and for all the listeners, I said I would not bring up the Iowa Hawkeyes, but James just brought it up, so he played himself, so now we have two first-round draft picks. Let's go. One of them went to the Packers. Yeah, he did. Lucas Van Ness. Yeah, we're gonna have yeah. to talk about Iowa guys because this is there's just one pick that makes so much sense, but none at all. Uh, <laughs> is it the white linebacker or the white tight end? Which one do you want to talk about? Yeah, I'm talking about the first round guy, Jack Campbell. And I Well, they had two they had two they took two guys in the first round. Yeah, fucking the Jameer line. Gibbs. We'll get to that. But Jack Campbell just blew my mind right away. And I just want to start by saying it before you have an aneurysm. I love Jack Campbell. I love him. Mm-hmm. I think he does everything right. I think he's everything you want in a middle linebacker at the University of Iowa. Correct. I mean, do you like you think that guy's going to catch Justin Fields? Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how much of it has to do with his last name being the same as the coach. A little bit. Yeah, a lot of it, I think. But, I mean, I. so here's the thing. I wouldn't be surprised if he became really good, but that's counteracting that I was flabbergasted that they took him 18 overall. He passes the name uh, test, for sure, at middle linebacker. That's a good name. Well, I don't know if you watched it, too, like when they made the call. Dan Campbell was like, you have a great last name, by the way. And I was like, well, that's definitely the only reason he fucking made this pick. <laughs> but in a, in, a non, in a non-biased opinion, an Iowa linebacker is not going to pass the, the, like, like, the combine test. He's not going to pass. 
but he chases guys down. Like he's a dude that's like he's like a he's like a he's like on rabies when he plays football. He's just he's just wired differently. So it is good overall, I think. Again, non biased because of because he went to Warren. <laughs> yeah, but also he's a guy, he'll pass the tape test. He, like you said, he may not pass the shuttle and the 40-yard dash and all of that, but the tape test, if you watch it, he's got a million clips because on every single defensive play, you see 31 in there some way, somehow. Dude, he would play, he would have 17 tackles a game in three sacks with the elbow, the elbow sleeve on, the shoulder sleeve, the knee sleeve, and an ankle sleeve, and he's, he's just held together by duct tape, which again is for an Iowa linebacker, that's what you want to see. For a Detroit Lions linebacker playing on turf that needs to be healthy, I don't know if that's what you want. But The only thing I will say, the only knock on him is he's going to be fucking so surprised first day in practice when handsome Jared Goff throws the ball because he's just (laughs) never seen that before. Because he's never seen it. Yeah. So real quick before I get into it, it's funny. I do that play, I do that play basketball at Coe. His two younger sisters, one of them is dating Jack Campbell. The other one is married to Joe Wieskamp. And all he amounted to was Division Three basketball. Talk about just being the least <laughs> favorite kid in the like like both your in both the in laws now are more favorite than the than him, right? Like Has to be. One, yeah, dude, that's one, tough. Dude, one dude plays in the NBA, the other one is a first round draft pick. He knows they're just torquing your, your sister. Oh, my like, God. It sucks me, that guy. This, this is such a tough introduction for this guy to this Dude, podcast. that is. Oh, shit. That is doing brutal. any favors. Dude, if right, so to, this is not on my notes, my three-page notes. That, <laughs> that, 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 I did, that I didn't just willy-nilly put in my notes. That just came to my mind. Um. Bitch, uh, we're going to kind of go in order. You watched the whole first round of the draft, correct? Correct. Um, at what point, at what pick did you think, whoa, that was different? I didn't see it going that way. Was it early? Was it late? Um, I think the amount of people that were shocked that Will Levis, like, like the Will Levis thing was getting annoying. I was like, no one thought this guy was, like, was, I think was going to go that early. I think anyone that really watched, I mean, he didn't even play against Iowa. Like, that dude's scared to play football. Like, so he also puts mayonnaise it. in his fucking coffee. That was that's why I and said then, he deserves not to get drafted. Well, then have you seen his uh, how he eats a banana? No, <laughs> not so that. he he waits he waits for them to go like brown mush. We're like every every sane person in their life are like I'll put some of his body parts in my mouth. Not the brown part of the banana. <laughs> he wants the whole brown part of the banana and then eats it with the peel on. I hope he never gets to start ever. So this guy also skins cats is what you're saying. <laughs> Correct. Like, that's exactly what he does. He uh, he probably kicks dogs on the street. Yep, I would assume. And uh, probably doesn't have old ladies walk across the street. Yeah, yeah. He, there's so he, many things huge, to dissect here. <laughs> He's the type of guy that if he sees people in a pedestrian crosswalk, speeds up. The, there's so many things 100%. to dissect here. How in God's name did he pass one box on the personal 
meetings in for the NFL. So obviously you have to go and look at their skill. I don't think and then he you did. have to talk yeah. to them. And the other thing to dissect here is his girlfriend looks like that and he mm-hmm. eats a banana that's, that's like that. Pa- that's how he passed. That's how he pa- I Gabby, I totally didn't look at it if you're looking if you're listening to this. I didn't <laughs> didn't look at her. Uh, that's what it was. Dude, and then he had either his sisters and oh. mom are absolute smoke shows or he was just taking these girls in and out like like they like these girls paid this actually would be the greatest idea in the world if you think you're gonna be a top five top ten pick you get these influencer tricks to pay you to sit next to you for a certain amount of rounds and or a certain amount of picks and then if you're not picked they're out and the next one comes in i think that's what happens yeah, because it quickly turned into how is he not getting drafted to wow, look at how hot his girlfriend is. Yeah. So quick. Or or it turned into yeah, his girlfriend. Yeah, it was like AJ, AJ McCarron all over again. And he had his sister next to him at first, and I was like, wow, he has two girlfriends. <laughs> what a lucky duck. Okay, Alabama. Let's pump the brakes here. <laughs> we didn't know that it's was his. Not, yeah, we right, didn't know guys, it was his sister, dude. It, it's cool. We're, we getting, got, we're, we're getting way off. Yeah, let's uh, let's stay on. So, uh, Will Levis okay. not going. Nobody really thought there was, like, just rumors of him going top ten. Um, yeah. So, we get to um, nine. Talk me through how you felt when uh, we were officially on the clock and then not on the clock anymore. Um. So, I was sitting there, and I saw it happen, and I didn't really say anything. And then the people I was with were like, did you notice? And I'm like, obviously. Yeah. But – I mean, you move because here's my thing. A lot of people are sitting here and are like, "How do you pass on Jalen Carter?" Don't get me wrong; that dude is a freak. If he he's going, in my opinion, he's going to pan out. He's not going to bust. So getting him would have been awesome. But play five of the first drive of the upcoming season when Justin Fields gets sacked. The first thing anyone says is. Well, they should have gone O line first. Like that was the that's the whole narrative that would have happened if we took Jalen Carter. No matter if he broke Robert Quinn's sack record, the whole conversation would have been they didn't invest in Justin Fields, and that's been the conversation for you know the last year. Yeah, yeah we don't invest in him. So then we go and we say, all right, we're going to trade back one pick, pick up another pick, and let them take the guy that. We're, everyone's still kind of iffy on. Granted, we did all just give the Eagles the best D line in the NFL now. Um, but you then go and you get the guy you, they actually wanted. Like Paris Johnson was awesome. Right. I wanted him. Obviously, James. I know he's from Ohio State. He's awesome. He's a guy that's like, if he busts, it's like, well, you pick the right guy. Yeah. I think the biggest upside of an offensive lineman though is the Tennessee guy, which is who we got, has no bias. I don't know if any of the listeners know this. I just moved to Chicago from Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm pretty <laughs> much an, a volunteer fan. Um, Congrats, man. We're really but, happy for you. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I know everyone's happy to have me back. Um <laughs> but no, I the way that they did it where like because we were gonna take we were gonna take Darnell Wright at the whole time. And the Eagles were afraid that someone else is gonna move up to get Carter. They get Carter, then they get Nolan Smith, whatever. But I love, I love the, the pick. Uh, I love the, the kid. I think he's ready day one. Uh, the first note I have for notes for the pod 
is what a first pick and get another pick to trade back and still get the best T in the draft IMO. T means tackle, Brady. I don't know if you're still familiar <laughs> with football. Uh, IMO means in my opinion. I agree. I think with the Jalen Carter fiasco, it was definitely one of those things where you're watching it and you're thinking to yourself, best on the board, take them, why not? But when you look at yeah. who we got in Chicago and with Jalen Carter's track record, um, one, Lakeshore Drive would have needed to be shut down because there's a gnarly turn right there. And also, yeah. he needs veteran leadership. We don't we, have that. We don't have it. No. I mean, could you imagine sitting in a meeting and you have – and I, again, I love the guy, but you have like Jack Sanborn sitting there trying to tell Jalen Carter what to do. <laughs> no, no way he's listening to Jack Sanborn. <laughs> like, 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 I, like, I love Jack Sanborn, him one in the, uh, you know, the whatever award, uh, not the Brian Jaquan Pickles, Brisker. The Gale, award. Tremaine Edmonds. Uh, maybe, maybe Tremaine Edmonds and TJ Edwards are like, Maybe T.J. Edwards. Like, T.J. Edwards is probably the best example we have because of the Eagles and just their success in the last couple of years. He's the one guy that could be like, hey, man, figure the fuck out if you want to play in the league for a while, which you should, if you want to be in a good defense in a historical defensive scheme and a defensive team. If not, kick rocks. Right. But he's, like, the only guy. Because, like, I mean, even you look at who else is there. Eddie Jackson. Jalen Carter goes like, "You dive the ankles, bro." Yeah. So like, the the whole argument for anyone else, I don't think makes sense. I and I think too, if you would have told me if we were to flip it and it was we took Jalen Carter and then we took the next two best offensive tackles and we took the two defensive tackles that we took the one from Florida and the one from South Carolina, I would rather do what we did right now. I'd rather do exactly what we did right now. I think both those dudes are wide bodied. They're fast. They played in the SEC, which, again, I think I think it's hard not to just say, like, oh, we don't know who we're going to pick, so let's just take a dude from the SEC. Like, I think that <laughs> – like, the, the whole the – whole, like, the fact that Pace couldn't figure it out for so many years, and, like, yeah, you did these you, – you had a couple guys that panned out. But, like, if I'm a GM and I'm trying to make the pick and I'm trying to keep my fucking job, which is why now he works for the Falcons – it's like, all right, we don't know who we're going to pick. What do we need the most? Uh, defense, SEC. Offense, is it tackle? All right, Big Ten. It, only if it's Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa, Ohio State. It's none of those teams, and I guess Michigan. None of those, though. We don't, we're going to go back to the SEC. So, like, it's such an easy job to be a GM. Just draft, just draft the SEC and draft the Big Ten, and that's and you and you and you're good enough. Like uh, one of one or two of the guys are going to pop. One or two of the guys are going to be complete bust. But you can sit there and say, I draft every year from the best conference right. in in college football, where three of the four teams that go to the college football playoffs are from those conferences. So like you're getting the best of the best. You're not getting Kennesaw State, which we also drafted. Right, and that was one of the things with Will Levis. Like, sure, he looks great, and he's got some zip behind the ball, but he's a quarterback for Kentucky. It's SEC. Yeah, yeah. but it's a shit, and he doesn't play. Basketball school. Basketball school. Bas- basketball school, he got benched. The guy that benched him got hurt. That's how he got his job back. And then they saw his girlfriend on the side, and they're like, you can still play. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's like draft. It's like trading up to draft a quarterback from like I don't know. Uh, let's say three North, to two. North, Jesus North Carolina, Christ, North, Brett, North just Carolina, all over the joke. <laughs> just foot and heel right into it. Got curb stomped. Jeez Louise, dude. Sorry, yes, it was a Mitch myself. Trubisky joke. Jesus Christ. Hey, Mitch. Um, since you already insulted my intelligence, I'm going to keep it real simple for you on this pick. Um, <laughs> does tackle play offense or defense? Uh, they play both. No, no, no. There's an offensive, offensive tackle, tackle you tackle. fucking prick. <laughs> offensive tackle. There's what side of the ball is he on? Offense, and then there's defensive tackle. I said, what side of the ball does <laughs> offensive tackle play on? First of all, we're going to run the tape back. Yeah. You first said, and I, I corrected myself. <laughs> I corrected myself, and I was, I was talking about the pick, the Bears pick. Who did they pick? Darn all right. And what position does he play, you nitwit? <laughs> Offensive tackle. Good. And he protects the quarterback who throws the ball to wide receivers for touchdowns, and that's points. Points equals wins. It's that freaking simple. Oh, You're talking about best player on the board. The Bears can't afford to take the best player on the board. They have to fill holes because, unfortunately, they have some. Not at quarterback because he's the greatest to ever live. But now we got someone to protect him. It's an A-plus pick. There's nothing more to say. Did I not? Did I argue that I didn't <laughs> love this pick? No, you didn't. No, you did. But you... Did the guy that became a Bears fan four months ago just try to explain the NFL draft to me? Everybody I knows I've been I a lifelong Bears fan, and Cliff, you're lying Cliff, right now. Cliff, show them the picture I say about how great I am for a He's been a lifelong Bears, Bears fan, Mitch. Nothing. Get your facts right. I will say it is very cool yeah. that the best defensive player in the draft <laughs> Shit, said that the guy is. that we picked was the hardest player he's ever played against in his life. Yeah, number Dude, number three and shut, number he nine. Shut, he shut down Will Anderson. He shut down everyone. I think he's the best readily available pick. He also has a, a sweet photo where it's just him with an arm sleeve. And whenever an old offensive lineman has an arm sleeve for no reason, it reminds me of that uh, big baby Davis from the South Dakota <laughs> for no reason. That makes so me feel so much really better. Happy. Dude, I yeah. used to put no, a shooting gonna, sleeve on my non-shooting arm. So bottom line, Mitch does not like the pick. Yeah, he hates it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I have to, right, so I love that pick. None of this is in order because I was just – right, Shocker. This is – this actually – no, I have all these notes. They're just not in the right order. This is probably the funniest note I have is I go I, – I argue myself through times. I didn't love the Sewell pick, the linebacker from Oregon that we took, over the 2020 linebacker from Alabama. But I think he's a better coverage linebacker, which is why we took him. But Brisker liked it, and all I know is insurance, so fuck me. Also, the more <laughs> I watch this tape, the more I realize that he's just going to be there to replace Sanborn, which sucks because he's faster and better in coverage, and we'll eventually have to switch, and we won't resend Jack because he makes probably the same much money as I do. But then I also go. So cool, but then dude. I saw, then I saw a way too early draft pick from last year where Nashul was projected to be a twenty-second overall pick. And we got him in the fourth round. So again, I just talked out of every single side of my mouth, including my esophagus. That's one of the best ways to just like decide what you want to say. And you've now talked yourself into and out of just saying anything. You're like, ah, it's, it's terrible. Wait, 
Brisker loves it. Never mind. It's not. We don't need to talk about it. Next. When when you see like no. somebody like oh like I don't, like another player says oh that guy's a stud oh I'm all in yeah back it just suckers you in right well, away. That's, well, that's the other thing. I'm like these guys know fucking way more than I do. Way more than I obviously polls played. So I think polls has again a better take. Mitch, don't tell Kate. our listeners that. You know more than them. Uh, that's I wish I wish that's true. All right, we'll move. We'll move on now. <laughs> well, on. here's a Brady, fun fact about Brady, the draft. Brady, 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 <laughs> Brady. Yeah. What do you think about the running back selection the Bears made? Um, I really like it, but also what I learned <laughs> from the draft is that the reason why I never made it to the NFL is because after they all get picked and like Jaquan Brisker comes out and goes, I'm so happy about this pick. Let's get to work. And then the rookie who just got drafted goes, let's get to work. I'd be so honest. I'd be like, okay, like a week from now. Yeah, we'll get to work. I just got drafted. I'm going on a seven day bender. uh, So I brought this up. So I think a lot of you guys will probably agree with this in a, in another world where any of us get drafted in the NFL. I'm not going to the NFL draft. I'm staying at home. I'm with my friends. I'm with my family. And I am, the moment I get the call, I am shocking nine beers. Yep. And they're like, yeah, we're going to need you tomorrow. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever listened to McAfee, but like he tells the story when he got drafted, they were blacked out on a golf course when he got drafted. <laughs> and, then, and then he got on like a 6 a.m. flight so he's meeting the owner of the Colts and everyone of the Colts when they're still in their prime. And he shows up like, oh, yeah, I can punt the ball. And he goes to punt it and fucking misses it because he's still drunk. <laughs> I mean, Ursay was probably drunk, too. Ursay well, was 100%. definitely, he would like had like 10 Kalana pins at that point. But back to your original question, I do love the running back out of Texas, the backup. I don't know his name because I was too busy watching so much Darnell Darnell Wright feet, footwork videos. But honestly, I do love like big, tall, strong running backs. And if they're talking about Bijan like this, that he's going to be like the next coming, the next Saquon, I'll take his backup. He learned something from him. Five point yeah. four a carry, a plus pass blocker. That's all you need to know. I love it. Dude, Rashawn Johnson. That's what I said. Is his name. So you can get used to Bijan, but close enough. Well, um, you're an idiot. I didn't even say his name. I said I didn't know his name. <laughs> you can't even make fun of me you, right. And then, <laughs> and then you said Bijan. I can't wait to run the back tomorrow and tell you that you're wrong because you said I don't know. I said Bijan Robinson but, is was the number one, and he was his backup. And he would have been – this guy would have gone top probably two rounds if he wasn't behind the best running back in college football. Exactly what I just said. Yeah, he would have been number one. Did you – have you the, – the best part of the clips, too, is that every time I see they're like, he's such a hard runner, I'm like, that dude is trying to break his neck. That dude <laughs> – that dude does – like, if, if it comes – like, if it comes out later that he's like, yeah, I have to hate football, we're like, yeah, we know, dude. Like, <laughs> you, you, you hit with the crown of your helmet against – the defensive t- Jalen Carter and him go at it. They both hit crown of the helmets to each other and both just explode. <laughs> that would be bad. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Robert's playing yeah. hitting Derrick Henry. <laughs> Don't fuck it. All right, I do have I do have a quick question for you, and we're, I'm going to get back on your side here. Uh, Lucas Van Ness, objectively, so handsome. Um, I can't believe you never told me about him, but. Uh, so they're talking about how he, like, never started or whatever. Let me get a little bit of uh, information on why we shouldn't be worried about that. 
Uh oh, we should definitely be worried because he should have started. They just like to bring in, bring him in on like second and third downs because especially when it was like longer, like first down they like first down you run the ball usually in the Big Ten because well at least that's what I would do because we're a shitty program. Mm-hmm. So they assume everyone else in the Big Ten will do that. So like first first down, let's say they throw it or they run it, they don't get a lot. Second down, and then you get third and long. You bring a dude in who runs a four four five. That is strong as shit. They call him Thor at Iowa. Um, wait, 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 wait. So what you're saying is he runs a four four five and can't set the edge? Sounds like a pussy to me. No, he definitely can set the edge. Because because here's the thing, he is the edge. It's like it's like an entourage when uh, Johnny Chase gets told that he's not in the game anymore. He goes, "Hey, buddy." I am the fucking game, pal. That's, that's been a, um, hold on. I actually have a hilarious. So, so what you're there. saying basically is, is he's like the negative, the negative of Jadavion Clowney. No, because Jadavion Clowney. I know. I think he's the next JJ Watt. Really? Wow. But but yeah, I think he's the next JJ Watt. Oh, that's crazy. Okay. Praise. So okay. pretty good I career so crippled wrong. with injuries. Oh, never really amounts to much. To that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so pretty good. Now that we're also, it's a great career. Now that, now that we're also talking about Iowa sports again. So my buddy. <laughs> is, um, <laughs> the only reason your school right, so, is relevant is because of Caitlin Clark. You fuck. And Keegan Murray. Give us that. Give us Keegan Murray. Lee. Yeah. Light the beam. So, so. Joel Klatt called Jack Campbell the poor man's Urlacher. And my buddy is on the strength and conditioning staff for Iowa and texted Campbell when he got picked and was like, congrats, blah, blah. And he goes, ha, poor man's Urlacher went right in the shoulder. I'm going to kill Joel Klatt. <laughs> that guy. And he said that to like, my buddy said it like me and a couple other buddies and like two of them are Lions fans. And they're like, that is the, like, if Jeff Sanborn said that to anyone, I'd be like, he is, he's my linebacker of the future for however long he wants to be. That's a sweet thing to have, and I'm going to eventually leak it. So what you're saying is that two guys from Iowa got drafted into our division as the next J.J. Watt, and then this guy is going to be better than Brian Erlacher, and you have the audacity to say, oh, you've been a fan for four months of the Bears, even though you're just drooling over our division? Lucas Van Ness is going to fucking suck, dude. Look, guys. Was it oh, we lost be, Oh, hold on. These guys can be as good as they want. They still won't be as good as Justin Fields. They still won't be okay. as good as Darnell Wright. They still won't be. Oh no, he'll be better than Cole Komet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cole, Cole Komet. Also, so you know how Lucas Van Ness is dating Cole Komet's sister? Yeah. Yep. Is it? Would it not have been the most Ryan Pace thing of all time Dude. to draft Luke and Vanette and his full reason? The first reason he would have said was, "Well, his sister is dating our tight end." Is like, would that not have been the most Ryan Pace thing you've ever heard of? I oh. swear to God, I said those exact words on Thursday. <laughs> Keep the like, family together. So uh, exactly, like, oh, we're gonna, we're incest of shit out of the Bears. Like, no, dude, let's not. Yeah, and I ran Ryan Pace out of town. And you never said thank you. <laughs> that is right. 
Okay, now run Jerry Reinsdorf out of town, and then I'll stay safe. We're not getting into that right now. Yeah, can we just be happy about one thing? Why do you want me to solve the fucking world? <laughs> you realize that you too much. You're claiming that you can't. Uh, so true. All right, what, what, else? All right, what else do I have on this list of stuff? I have to I, I'll help you out. Uh, Where, At what point in the draft did you get overwhelmed or shocked, and what was your biggest, like, if you could create a magazine, what's your front cover of the NFL draft? Uh, my front cover of the NFL draft, you have the Texans split with the Eagles. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, you get you – get, Stroud and Will Anderson back to back, and then you look at what the Eagles did with really just filling the two things they needed, and they filled it with young bodies, which I think is the, this is going to sound really bad. I feel like when I say this, but that's what you do: young, moldable bodies, young bodies, a- and that's the B word. I'm and that's the B word I'm going to use. Um, but. <laughs> I mean, no, like, yeah, those, I think those two teams murdered, uh, murdered everyone. Do you, what they could do. Do you off the top uh, of your head know what Houston traded away to go back to back? I did. Uh, five days guy. ago. Yeah. 12. I was, 64. I was only, I was only set on Bears talk. Yeah. No, that's totally fine. I just was wondering, like, if you're a Texans fan, you're probably fine uh, tech, with getting. Tech, the, as long I as know it. Both of, as long as both of them don't completely bust, they won the trade. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Brez, what was it? I mean, you twelve sixty four next year's third for three and one hundred five. Damn. I'd, yeah, I take I'd that. I take that for Will Anderson and to the Cedar Shock. Yeah, that's sick. And the Texans, like as bad as they were last year, they covered it. I think in a lot of games, like they kept it pretty damn close last year. They won it. Oh, they, yeah. they had a winning record against the spread last year. Yeah, yeah. They, they also my, they lost second, the first second pick. favorite team last year. Yeah, but yeah. That's why they were my second favorite team last year. <laughs> Shout out Texans. Um. So down Shout the line. Did you – what needs to be filled from here on out before uh, spring training? Or, I mean, yeah, so <laughs> spring training, uh, in, a, in, a non, in, a, in a non-biased way, the first probably two to three rounds, I looked at the Bears and I was like, we're having – again, I know I'm biased, but like – No, you said non-biased. Have, good. Not, I know, but um, there's always bias. Uh, like I thought we were having a legit B-plus Potential had the opportunity for an A minus grade, in my opinion. Okay. And I'm very And then we went I mean the the wide receiver from Cincinnati, I'm I mean he's fast. I get that, but he's a body catcher and I don't love that. Um so our only hope is that he's gonna go over the top, but that's what that's what Darnell Mooney was supposed to do, so I'm like iffy on that. But I felt like after we took the Cincinnati receiver and after we took the tight end I, so we would have gone, gone all right. We took then the defensive tackle from Clemson, then with the running back, then the D-tackle from Florida, then we took the wide receiver from Cincinnati. After that, the only thing in my mind is you just go offensive, offensive and defensive line for the rest of the draft. Mm-hmm. That is like that, like that's our biggest thing we need. That's the most important thing we need. And then we took this Kennesaw State kid. Uh, and in my, I also 
talk shit to myself in this note. I say, Kennel's last state, whatever. I don't know what the pick was. Then I go, JK, I was scrolling Twitter some and saw him run a 40. Good Lord, the kid can move. So, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> but, like, like there was a Wisconsin offensive lineman on the board. There was a Michigan offensive lineman on the board. The Minnesota kid was there. Like, there's – and, again, I get you sometimes have to say, like, oh, yeah, you got sometimes you got to, you know, look for someone else and you got to try and find a dime in the rough. And, I mean, it worked for us with Tariq Cohen until he got hurt and then was only hurt. Uh, like, that dude would get – that dude would – get hurt in a 16-inch game. So, like, he can't play any sports anymore. Um, but, like, the Stanford Stanford DB I didn't love. I thought, like, our biggest thing was going into your linemen, especially not really to go uh, against a guard slash center for the offense. Sure. Offensive line. I don't, I don't know if you know that, Brady. Guard and centers play offensive line. Um, like, not to go – not to attack one of those. Like the kind of, like we took the like the Kennesaw State kid. I'm gonna go back to this. Kennesaw State kid plays D1, and you could have taken a handful of two-year starters, interior linemen that have had experience at guard, left guard, right guard, center in the Big Ten in the SEC. I'll take a Pac-12 dude at that point because at least he knows how to pass block. Like so, that in my eyes, that was a more important right away thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, than taking a kid from Kennesaw State. Like, yeah, he's fast. And I think they're hoping he's going to be – fuck, what's his name? Who's – Devin Hester? The light no, 99, <laughs> the light-skinned D-end that we had played behind Khalil Mack, who was from a small school too. Like, they're hoping he's going to become the next guy of that. Yeah. And Abdullah so, Anderson, my boy? No, no, no. I know Abdullah. I'm not Abdullah. We're tight. Um <laughs> No, it's the guy that plays in now. He's got like the he's got the same haircut. Uh, yeah, cause, no, because you know, bro, as we talked about, my boy that went to uh, that played with him at Buck Nut. Yeah, Ben Richards. But yeah, yeah, no, I'm not talking. I've never talked about Dula. He got me, he got me downstairs. I met Javon Wins before he ruined my life. Met some cool guys on there. Um, <laughs> no, it's yeah. I'll have to look it up and then I'll text you. That's all right. Um, but. So, yeah, my end-all-be-all here, I guess, is why did we draft so many defensive backs at the end instead of interior linemen? Overall, I give it the C-plus to B-minus. Again, day one to two, I think it was B-plus to A-minus. Um, I think we need to find another monster in the trenches. Uh, Yannick Ngakwe. He's only 28. Uh, don't you feel a little less worried about not going after interior alignment on both sides of the ball, asshole? Because Ryan Poles <laughs> was one. Like, don't you think he would no. know? Like, he knows that and is attacking something in free agency Dude, you're act- in the draft. We can't act no, like our secondary I, was think- bulletproof either. No, uh, but they were hurt the whole year. Yeah, I mean, how many how many games did Eddie Jackson and Brisker actually? Eddie Jackson, Brisker, and Johnson. How many games did they actually play? Yeah, I couldn't tell you which together. is the problem. Four. Jesus. The, the, the three of them played together. I'm, I'm totally lying. God, I like it. So I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, but yeah, it never say you're lot. lying. It wasn't a lot. It wasn't a lot that the three of them were together. Uh, so that's, I guess, one good thing. And then, I mean, Kyle Gordon, at the second half of the year last year, he was awesome as a nickelback corner for us, which I loved. Um 
but yeah, I think we're at a C plus to B minus, B plus to A minus day one and two until that. I think it's really good though to have uh, Sewell. I think he'll on. I think I think him and Stan Moore are going to rotate a lot, and I think it makes sense too. Yeah, uh, and then 2023, way too early draft. Uh, draft Marvin Harrison Jr. <laughs> then yeah. the best defensive yes. tackle, the best offensive tackle, the best offensive interior lineman. Because I want Cody Whitehair the fuck out of here. Uh, and Cody Whitehair is our center now. Yeah, I know, and I don't like him at center. That's why I wanted an interior lineman that has played both guard and center because we could figure it out and figure out how. Because his whole thing. Going into the draft, too, when we talked about Peter, I'm going to, Skaronsky. Skaronsky. So they they talked about him, but their whole talk with him was we could draft him and he could play guard, guard, and maybe tackle. And I'm like, well, we don't need really guard, guard. We need tackle and we need a center, which is also why I earlier said it. Um, that we we okay. This is it. We took the Minnesota <laughs> corner. Sorry, this is one of the ones that get because it was very little because it was direct. Sure, sure. We took that Minnesota corner, and the offensive state university center was available. And we took a Minnesota corner that got that. I mean, Minnesota's not known for corners. The dude wasn't out of his mind, but uh, in my eyes, at that point, it was. You know, we deal with Cody Whitehair for the rest of his contract this year. We slowly integrate in this Ohio State center. Obviously, Justin Fields, Ohio State corner. I just don't remember his name, but I wrote that down. But you move, you integrate him in. And then, again, it's a young offensive line that then going into next year, late into this year, into next year, into camp, they work out together all next summer after the season's over. And that gives us a really good grasp on our offensive line. A lot of young guys drafted in the last three or four years. Looks really good. I, I got really mad. That was probably the only pick that I was really mad at because I wanted the, off, the Ohio State offensive line. I totally agree with the dynamic of drafting young offensive tackles and guards and centers um, <laughs> to get acclimated with Justin Fields and then grow rather than getting a guy who's going to be here for two years. Maybe two years is in our window. I have so much belief in Justin Fields, but I know that some teams other than the Bears may win a Super Bowl in the next two years. So I do agree with yeah. that. And I also know that guards and centers also play basketball. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know how long Cody Whitehair has been on the Bears, he was, he was his hands his, his balls had, oh, fuck, what's this long hair? The long neck dude that we had right before we drafted uh, Trubisky. Uh, Trubis- yeah. Mm-hmm. Kevin White? No, no, no. Johnny Knox? That, no, the quarterback <laughs> that then went on to go to the Raiders and got made fun of while Nathan he was on Peterman. the Raiders. If you no, want to know how old Cody Whitehair is, he's 30. Nailed it. Got you there, Mitch. Uh, quarterback before this game. Mike Glennon. Yes, Glennon. Yeah. <laughs> Glennon. <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, because the uh, coach for the Raiders used to make fun of him. I mean, they called him Glennon. J- John Gruden. 
Yeah, that one. Yeah, that okay. guy. You know what? I have a long fucking day. I've been moving since Friday. Yeah. Hey, congrats, man, congrats I'm just again. trying to help you out. You're trying to play against me. I don't get it. Mitch is officially oh, back in Chicago. Uh, he is now full-on property of Eli's sister. Um, those are his two life updates. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> just Eli, no, Eli, no lies detected. Eli, Eli's sister, you want to say anything? <laughs> no, she's mute. She's a mute. <laughs> um, no, she's not. Me. I told her she's <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That was well played, sir. I was like, "Wow, bold psych." I, I I told her she could not be here for this, but she'll listen tomorrow. Uh, so that's gonna go over really well. Um, All right, go back to how you were talking about how hot Will Levis's girlfriend is. <laughs> Oh my god! No, I actually did that. No, so this is the worst part. So we're, we're sitting there, and I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I again see Will Levis' girlfriend again, and I go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and that's exactly what I said. She goes, "What?" And I go, "I don't want to show you." And then, and then I showed her, and she was like, "Oh, so this is oh my god!" And I was like, "What an idiot!" All right, guys, don't don't tell her, but it's kind of, oh, my God, right? <laughs> oh, it's yeah. double, yeah. oh, my yeah. God. Yep, talked about it almost to everybody. Well, I also told no. my girlfriend, I said, oh, my God, and she's like, what? And I showed her the picture, and I was like, that's what Mitch said when he saw her. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm all good. Yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> this, is, this is what my buddy said in front of his girlfriend. I would never, thank God, he can, said it. Can you believe the uh, nerve of that guy? <laughs> Um, all right, Mitch, but, uh, before we wrap up with you, what other points uh, for the Bears or talking points that you need to cover? Um, Brian and I followed me on Twitter. Thank you guys, and that was the greatest day of my life. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Who do you both root for? We're going to talk about it. Don't ruin his day more. Oh, no. Are they good? Uh, shut up. <laughs> he... he he actually deserves 500,000 more followers. I think he's the funniest dude in the world. I agree. Uh, All right. Shout out to Fireball J. Like, it was, so we were at Gabby's uh, mom and stepdad's place when the Sox won. And like going into – like they started coming back, and then they tied it. And they're like, do you want to put the game on? I'm like, don't you fucking dare put the game on. Because I, ha- I know what's yeah. going to happen mm-hmm. if you put it on. So then, then they win. And then I'm like, all right, I got to. And, and then I tweeted at Brian 19 fucking times. I'm shocked he didn't block me. Um, and then he finds, like, I, I now have, he, his like one of the three notifications of uh, tweets that come up on my phone now. Because I haven't turned it off yet. But he he finally posts. I like we're in the middle of a conversation. And I like I'm like I gotta take this call, <laughs> and I go <laughs> I go upstairs to the bathroom, put my headphones in, and listen to his first post game presser <laughs> after fucking eleven losing games uh, to listen to it. And I thought it and it was great. And I then quote tweeted it and go in all caps. I couldn't wait to hear. It. Andrew Vaughn <laughs> fucking rakes. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think again there needs to be a washed up 
slash Brian Knight collab of Andrew Vaughn fucking rake. Yeah. Agreed. You're Merchy Mitch, so you got to figure it out. Glad I can do that. But to <laughs> finish, uh, to finish it all up, let's make sure I got a ring down. Sewell, what a great first pick. Pretty stupid. <laughs> Minnesota offensive lineman. Oh, we don't really talk about these tackles, but I like both of them. I think they're good. Uh, drafting a DB from the U. Um, you officially have to wear. Uh, like reflective visor with the robot running back like Sean Taylor did. And if you don't, you officially suck. So that's what Snaps you have to, to do. that. Absolutely. And, and then, yeah, 2023 Marvin Harrison Jr. Defensive tackle, offensive <laughs> tackle, 2024 win the Super Bowl, 2025 win the Super Bowl, 2026 hire wash-up media as a new auditors. <laughs> and let me uh, just stand on the sideline the whole time, and then draft Jay Color as the quarterback coach. <laughs> draft Jay Color <laughs> with the first pick Wait, in the 2027 I, I, NFL draft. The Chicago Bears select Jay Cutler to coach. Yeah, bye. <laughs> I, did, did I did I tell you guys the story of the two times I've met him once in Nashville and once here? Did what you were live you, in Nashville? Yeah, what were you doing in Nashville? <laughs> so no, all right, whatever. So I met him. <laughs> So I met him here because everyone hated him when he was on the Bears. So he's like, when people come up to him when he's in town, they're like, fuck you. Uh, yeah, well, you weren't a fan. Uh, that was before you were born. Fucking prick. It was before you were born. That was Pat, you so, asshole. And you, and, you got, and you got riled up. So. Finish your point, please. So I, I ran into him at... at Old Crow, and I was like, Classic. I was like, yeah, man, I'm a big fan. And he's like, whatever. While he's talking to a girl that might be a freshman at DePaul, might be. <laughs> and then I ran into him at a bar in Nashville, and I was like, I was like, yeah, man, I'm a big fan. He's like, what's up, dude? And I was like, hey, I saw you last weekend at Old Crow, and he was like, yeah. nah. sorry. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, yeah. So love you though. <laughs> only had the worst week of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I only uh, I only begged the person that flew me back here to crash. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how much? How much do you want to crash this plane? What does it cost? Yeah. Okay, never mind. Um, yeah, but do you make as much money as Jack Sanborn? So no problem. His neck is its own tax code. I am so rent-free in your fucking brain. It's insane. Sanborn, his neck is Kurt Angle. And his nose is is only bigger than Edmund's nose because it's been broken 17 times. (laughs) That's the type of grit we like. That's a middle linebacker. It's the worst. Also... Did you guys see where Earl Ocker's kid's gone? Yeah. Notre Dame. What a bitch. Real, <laughs> real bummer. What a prick. Oh, well, now at least we now know he's Charmin Ultra Soft. Well, the only positive is that there's like a 50% chance he ends up on the Bears now. Yeah. Because we just love to take Cocker from Notre Dame. Yep, we do. And it's worked out so well so far. The best part about being on this podcast is we fuck around and then I say something and I listen to Cliff go, yep, 
And I'm like, all right, and that is my cue. So thanks for having me on board. Wait, but you were talking about Notre Dame being bad and Bears drafting players like that. That's think, but who is? Where did the guy go? Who fumbled. Big, big, one of the bigger plays of the year. Smith something. He's wore number twelve for the Bears wide receiver. Amir Smith Marset. Yeah, I can't remember where he went to college. Alice Jones. First of all, Alice <laughs> Jones Jr. wore number twelve, and he's from Tennessee. Also, a shot at myself. He, Amir Smith Marset. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but if he would have not held against Minnesota and then not fumbled the ball against Minnesota, we would have knocked out the first pick of the draft this year. So, uh, first of all, Iowa says. You're welcome. I never said I didn't like him. <laughs> I just was wondering where I, he went I to don't. college. At the time, we thought he was a Viking sleeper agent. Now we think he is a Bears hero. Yeah. I paid him a lot. Of money <laughs> and, uh, Starbucks, Starbucks gift card. Brady, if you thought I wasn't going to defensive, you are forgetting who I am. No, the offensive tackles on offense, not defensive, dummy. <laughs> You guys oh, are so cute. I thought, I thought I thought they took the basketball and they pitched it to the the catcher and then you hit home runs. Yeah, dude. Wait till I freaking tell Gabby about what you really said about her. <laughs> She's gonna listen to this tomorrow. No, I'm talking about what you said off air about Will Levis' girlfriend right before you came on. <laughs> <laughs> off the oh record, Gabby. My God. <laughs> I think you have something to be worried about. <laughs> Mitch, you're lucky. The, the the ringing of the call is also in the episode. Yeah, but that was fake. <laughs> All right. You're going to be fine, Mitch. All right, we appreciate having you, and uh, we look forward to the next time you're on. you got to get back in the studio, so uh, this call was a little other tease. Um, we need some more high life's flowing and you in the stew, so let's get that soon. Uh, I can't next weekend. I have to go to a bachelor party in Vegas that my girlfriend is also <laughs> super pumped about. Oh, I feel um, so bad for you. Such a warrior. <laughs> yeah, if any, if any of you guys want to put on, uh, you know, put some bets in for the Bears to win the NFC North. Oh, now. that's a good, that's a good call. Let us know. Uh, we'll, we'll look at the odds, see what it's worth. It's worth, it's worth your Jeep, buddy, because it's a lot. <laughs> It is a lock. I'm convinced. I also just walked out of my uh, room into my living room and realized that my front door has been open. This time, so that's great. Gosh darn it. <laughs> well, hopefully we got five, some more viewers. The and Harry Potter are still here, so we're good. It would have been so funny if you got robbed live. <laughs> <laughs> I, I turn around and I just get stabbed. <laughs> Yeah, don't worry about that. That was planned. <laughs> it was a Brady, prank, you are, Mitch. You're, you're in the mob. You're, it was a prank that went really well. <laughs> it's just a prank, dude. Relax. <laughs> oh, oh man. Well. All right, Mitch, but thank you so much for coming on, dude. <laughs> We're I happy you're back in Chicago. Time, the next time I'm in town, I'm bringing my college football playbook and i'm going to teach brady a thing or two on a whiteboard <laughs> yeah let's make sure and you're I prepared think though i think i think it's gonna be hilarious because he's gonna sit there dumbfounded about what's going on oh wow someone who's dumb you're making him feel dumb you're so cool mage you're not dumb you're just an idiot no i'm not <laughs> stupid i'm dumb you just never listen to me and that's why a relationship can never take the next step because you don't listen to me <laughs>
Go Bulls, go Tar Hill. Thank you. I love you. Amen love you, to Mitch. that. Right. Love you, Mitch. See you, Mitch. Love you, boys. Good to see you. Thanks for having me on. Bye. All right. Mitch is a character and a half. That was fun. Um, one thing that I need to say about the NFL draft that was not fun for me is that Sean Clifford, my actual brother, um, one, not very good at the game of football. Two, went to the Packers. Yeah, that's tough. So I can no longer get a jersey. It would have been a fun guy to root for and see if he stays on teams, but then he goes to the Packers, and that stinks. I'm sorry about that. But the good thing is, well, actually, I don't even know because we don't even know if Jordan Love's good. Maybe Sean Clifford is the Packers quarterback. Yeah, it's crazy. What, they already what, extended him for a year. What if, like, <laughs> Sean Clifford, like, ends up taking over and just breaks our hearts? Um, I'm going to change my last name. <laughs> okay, good man. Nice. Glad we're on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to, sorry, Dad, uh, you gave me a great name for the first 29 years of my life because at that point when he takes over, I'll be 29 years old. Um, but I, it's time for a change. Yeah. Let's just go, like, the snare. it's not going to happen, let's just say, but say if it did, I can just picture you, like, walking into a Sullivan's after everyone just turning and looking at you and just looking away. Yeah, what'd you change your name to? Pat Fields. Pat Fields, oh, it's got a great ring to it. I have one last thing to say about the draft. One, him. Two, Anthony Richardson. Three, Tom Brady. <laughs> I want Anthony Richardson to be the best quarterback in this class by a landslide. <laughs> so fucking bad. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Me like, too. I have nothing against C.J. Stroud. I actually rooted for Penn, or Penn State. Oh, wow. Whoops. Say you're sorry. sorry. Say you're sorry. I am sorry. Okay. Ohio good. State. You got me all in on Ohio State. I've been in all in on Ohio State for the last two years. Love that. Doing our job. <laughs> he sucked in college. Let's be honest. What does that mean to anybody? Exactly. It doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. It's a new, it's um, a new league now. I don't know if you saw. Gator claps. <laughs> Anthony Richardson. <laughs> I'm pretty happy that that was your boy all year. You're like, he's going to be so good at the NFL. It could turn out so so bad <laughs> like he just he throws at like a 56% rate what if it's what, 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 what if it's cold bears super bowl i dude i just i like wrote that down i was like next 50 i would be Colts confident bears, the bears. and then i totally fucking forgot that that's who beat them in the super bowl mm-hmm. oh, uh, but i still had justin fields number one so yeah all right let's move on baseball that Sound was Andrew Vaughn's home run that snapped an 11 game losing streak for the White Sox. Thanks, guys. Congrats. That's my fantasy superstar. Jesus Christ. You mentioned your fantasy baseball team one more time on here. You're on a two week hiatus. Okay. All right. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) Fantasy baseball, you have to adjust the lineup 4,000 times a day just to make sure your pitcher's in. Yeah, Yeah, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. That was a trap. I was just saying that was, that was a trap. That was a trap. That was a trap. Um, so White Sox win one game, and they fight for two in a row tonight against division rival Twins. Uh, this team is frustrating, and when we record once a week, it's hard to understand, like, what do we talk about when it comes to the team that you like? Because with baseball, they play 19 times before we record again. Mm-hmm. And the one thing I want to say is... Luis Robert needs to figure it the fuck out. Yeah. That's so... It was, I was so unhappy to watch that video. He did not eat his Domino's that day. Yeah, I don't know what he did, but I... You guys know that's, like, my biggest pet peeve. Like, 
just hustle. It's not fucking hard. You don't even have to really hustle. You just can't do what he did. Mm-hmm. He mailed it the fuck in. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Get him gone. And I loved him, and everything I touched just crumbles, so. So if you didn't see it, Luis Robert hit a dinker to the left side of the pitcher, if you're the batter, and the pitcher barely gets it and then throws a weak throw over to first base, and it bounces before the first baseman catches it, and then Luis Robert walks past first base and just turns immediately back to the dugout. Yeah. If he would have... Hard stepped for five steps, he would have been safe by mile. Yeah, and this is on a team that has lost eleven games and a guy who's struggling mightily right now. Mm-hmm. He's like he five just can't do fifty. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's so upsetting. Yeah, so that's really frustrating. There's only a couple guys on the team that show a little bit of heart. Andrew Vaughn being one, uh, Gavin Sheets and Jake Berger, just because they're not guaranteed anything. With what happened with them last year, they're always at risk of getting sent back down. When even if they perform the best they can, they're going to be like, oh, well, you're back down. I'm sorry. Every time I hear Jake Berger, I'm just going to say it the way that guy did on Waddle and Sylvie. Jake Berger. (laughs) You have Jake Berger. So forever, I will always say that. That's actually what like really pisses me off about like White Sox fandom and everything. Like we're discounting Jake Berger like he's a fucking nobody. His average exit velocity and, like, his actual, like, ex-WOBA, like, expected weighted on base average is the highest in fucking baseball. He should have an everyday slot in that fucking lineup, batting fourth, no exceptions. He is hitting the baseball harder than literally anybody else in the fucking league. That's crazy. The only reason people don't know about him or didn't know about him before wasn't because he wasn't performing. It's just because he was injured. Mm-hmm. Like, he's done nothing to not get the respect that he deserves. I know. And, like, White Sox fun. fans hate him because he commits errors. And it's like, we have guys that commit errors in the fucking batting box, his like the guy he's replacing. Position? What? His third is true position? Yes. yes. E. Yeah. Well, I mean, we don't... <laughs> so he was always a plus-hitting third baseman, which is we have, hard to come by. We have a lot of people... And it just so happens that the people that are doing really, really well all play the same position. Yeah. Sheets and Vaughn. Ah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> we have two people. Mitch just texted me, you're a great guy in smart and gold bulls, tar heels, and bears. <laughs> <laughs> so for all of you that, like, when we get in spliffs and stuff like that, or spiffs, just know that he's super soft and always apologizes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the AL Central. AL East, Orioles are fun. Yankees are in last place. Fucking crazy. Yeah. I had um, the Yankees yesterday, and they took up, um, I forget their starting pitcher. So Diego they, German, I think his name is. Sure, let's go with that. I think that's So it. they took him out 88 pitches and, eight and 8.1 innings. So for those who don't know the baseball terms, that's he's in the ninth inning with one out. Uh, and they take him out. Yankees are up two to zero, and all hell breaks loose, and they lose. Yeah, crazy. And I had the Yankees in a parlay or two, and they busted it. So the Yankees are in a complete and utter downward spiral. I, the crazy thing is they're in last place. They're still over 500. No, yeah. they're five right now. Yeah, they're exactly I see what you're five. saying. But, yeah, that's just still like, yeah, that they're exactly 500 in last place. Yeah. yeah. The division's awesome. Um, AL West, until the Angels are in first, I do not care. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, NL Central Cubs sliding a little bit, but I, I keep repeating myself. This w- is expected uh, from me. Uh, the Pirates aren't first, which is not expected from me. They, Go Buckos, baby! Fucking crazy, Jack Zawinski, G1 Bay, Rich Hill is Connor in their Joe. starting five. McCutcheon. Yeah, and he fucking sucks ass. <laughs> but Rosie Contreras is awesome. <laughs> Yoan Oviedo is awesome. Who else? They have name more guy. people on the Pirates. Go. <laughs> oh, the guy who was on the Sox Andrew last year McCutcheon. and sucked ass. Velasquez. Oh pitcher. yeah, he's going off. Do you know I watched? He the had clip ten the other strikeouts day. in seven no hit innings in his last. Yeah, game. I saw it. That's insane. That's bananas. I think he's retired like his last one hundred and eighteen batter or something, something stupid like that. Um, or hasn't allowed a run in that many batters. Hasn't allowed crazy. a run. Um, he played left field for the Phillies a couple years ago and threw a guy out from the fucking warning track. And that's the type of guy where I can't be mad at Rick Hahn. If you see that, you want that guy in your team. Oh, he's a team player, baby. Um, NL East, Bryce Harper is coming back super fast. It's ridiculous. Um, he's got, I was going to make the joke about the Sox, but I'm not going to because... It's not needed. There is another joke out there that he's coming back faster than an Oakland A's pitcher has recorded a win. From <laughs> That's Tommy a good John. joke. That's, That's a good nice. joke. Yeah. That's pretty wow. Um, Bryce Harper, let want to stay on him for one more time. Is he just going to strictly DH? Yeah. There's no way he can throw. Yeah, he's no. also going to play first base. Oh, right. I did, I did hear that. Just kick the ball back to the pitcher. I guess it basically he's there, not allowed to throw. Yeah, I know. Has Kyle Schwarber been just DHing for them lately? No, he, no, he plays left, left field. Hos- okay. I think Hoskins DHs a lot too. Yeah, Hoskins tore his ACL before the season. Yeah, that's oh. true. Ah, I'm such an idiot. ACL yeah. or you? Sorry, mom. ACL. <laughs> yeah. um, Thank God you apologized, James. NL West uh, starting to make a little more sense. Dodgers are getting better. Uh, Padres are winning a little bit more. Diamondbacks are still in first place. So no, I'm t- I'm actually so burnt about this. I want the Diamondbacks to win so bad. So do I. Because they were two forty to one to win the division, and I put twenty dollars on it. Let's go Diamondbacks. Yeah, and Corbin Carroll got hurt. No, yeah. Well, he's, the way you just got quiet saying that was was him, gave me the chills. Almost catching Perdomo the other day running the bases was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Corbin Carroll's got a booty, dude. Yeah, that has a lot. <laughs> this to guy do has got a lot of power <laughs> and a lot of speed. Yeah. So Fernando Tatis just came back. Uh, like he didn't miss a goddamn step. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. We didn't I was talk the about only that. person who was ever in on him. I am as far out as you could possibly be. Not only did it happen at Wrigley, and should they be yelling that at him? I, I kind of well, think so. Say if what you, if you, Well, they were saying he's on steroids, and then Fernando Tati started dancing in the outfield. And just the, the first part of it is Cubs fans in the bleachers yelling that he's on steroids. I didn't know if I technically agreed with it right away because, I mean, let it go. But also, he cheated. Um, but for him to start dancing and show absolutely zero remorse is the type of shit that loses your benefit of the doubt with me. I'm a big benefit of the doubt guy, mm-hmm. and I am as far out as I could possibly be on him. Yeah. And Fair. Speaking, but let me interject. You go Sorry. for it. The diagnosis that he had as part of rehab was a banned substance. Mm-hmm. That's part of a normal diagnosis. Of course, but to, to dance about it? Of course, who gives a fuck? You already got paid. 
You're you're basically antagonizing the fans to get them involved in the game. That's what baseball kind of needs. I would love for this have been to the White Sox. Like you would be a total. Oh, I bet I'd be. I bet I'd be burnt on it. But also, did you see his kicks? Those Jordan cleats were tight as fuck. You think this isn't hard for me? I loved him. Brady was like the only guy that supported him. No, it's the same thing. Like when Sammy Sosa got chirped. It's like someone all over the place. Someone, uh, a Barcelona guy made quote tweeted and said, "Is this from the same fans that supported Sammy Sosa for twenty years? And if you if you do it and he does it again, we're gonna have real problems. Don't ever put Sammy Sosa in a conversation with Fernando Tatis ever. Aren't they kind Wait, of similar, corking though? bats? Sure, the the situation could be similar, but Sammy Sosa is a, a fucking folktale legend. He's a because he forever. used he cheated using a corked bat. How long? Maybe one game." How long? Maybe one game. He admitted to it. Maybe one game. Allegedly. It was two seasons. And now he's fucking white. You believe what he has to say? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't think skin Pantone has anything to do with it. Why don't you put put yourself in the same situation and see how you would feel about it? I'll give you a day or two to reply to that. Speaking of the Cubs uh, bleachers, something uh, just a normal... Good old-fashioned romance happened in the Cubs. Got to respect bleachers. it. So cool. What a power move, first off. Yeah. Beautifully done. So if you missed it, which I really hope you didn't. It was awesome. It was a really drunk dude. And I don't think he was really, like, plastered because he was very coherent. But he passes his phone about 10 rows back and is pointing at a girl to put her number in his phone. And she does it. The phone makes it all the way back. The whole fucking bleachers cheering. And yesterday there was an updated video from the girl. And it was like just an update for everybody who kind of might care. It worked. And they were out for beer. So cool. So and it's, You it's, love seeing that. That's it's like awesome. such a big ball movement because, yes, the worst you could say is no. But they don't take into fact that this was in front of fucking thousands of people. Yeah. That's way worse than just getting a no to a DM. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. I hope they get married tomorrow. Me too. Like that's like that's just like out of like a movie right there, and like just good for that guy. That shows that we can win some every <laughs> now and then. <laughs> it's not just hope. James is going to be going to the bleachers. Oh, I'm going to be going like Brady. A- passed my phone up. Best- <laughs> <laughs> Hi. That's Hi. so great. <laughs> Fuck, that's the third one I lost this week. God damn it. I'm like, Brady, pass my phone. Got you. Yeah, no, but now they're going to have to say yes. Yeah. No, like, I, like I'm like i going to, like, look away. Like, she's probably going to say no, and Brady's just going to look up. Please say yes. <laughs> just do Brady, it. Do it for camera story. The just, story. Just do it. Do it for the story. Yeah. Um, Moving on. Yeah. Anything else in the MLB? No. Uh, Brez? Hockey, hockey, football. Miss it again. Um, that's <laughs> Golf. Right. Hurricane season is most definitely not over. There was two guys named Sebastian Ajo in that series, which broke my brain. <laughs> um, they move on. <laughs> they move on. The Leafs finally break through. I mean, when you're playing against the Lightning, it doesn't look like you always give the Lightning hope, but the Leafs are just a better team, so it's expected for them to move on. But also with all the turmoil and all the non-success and failure, it became a really interesting series. So um, they'll be fun to watch. Oil, 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 move on. The Devils steamroll the Rangers in that Game was, 7. That was incredible. We'll come back to that in a second. Uh, Dallas finished off the wild, boring-ass series. Yep. Uh, the Kraken beat Russell Wilson. So tough. 
so tough. <laughs> Geno Smith had a Kraken jersey on, and Russell Wilson had an Avs jersey on. I don't yeah. know if Geno Smith was at the game, but Russell Wilson was. Hilarious. And it's just so bad. What a dork. Um, God is testing Russell Westbrook. As bad as Russell, Russell Wilson. I can't even remember his name. I, I do the same thing, but they both stink. Yeah, exactly. Uh, almost as bad as the Russell Wilson thing, the Bruins. I mean, gosh. Let's not it's the 97 this. Bulls losing in the first round. I agree, dude. That's so bad. Can, can we not talk about them? Yeah. That why? actually They're made so me watch terrible. the hockey playoffs. Yeah. Like I've been watching it a ton. It's been so fun to watch. And it was like the I, first NHL bet that I've lost. I bet it has. Like The hockey playoffs are electricity city. Yeah. And I just, I've never gotten into it. Maybe, I think it's mostly because I don't understand the game. But I watched six of the seven overtimes. I caught it in the second overtime. So much fun. It was fucking bananas. And then I, like, heard about the backstory, about the Bruins basically having the best points record. No, not basically. They did. Yeah. Yeah. They shattered every league history. Yes. They shattered every record in the book. So it's, it's no different than the Warriors losing to LeBron in 2018 and... It would have been the Bulls in 97 it, losing in the finals. Right, it would have been different if the Warriors lost in the first, the first round. series. Yeah, first round. Choked away the series, too. Yeah, so crazy. <laughs> Get fucked, but, uh, Boston. Back to the Devils steamrolling the Rangers. They never deserved Kane. They're bagging him and booing him. I guess he's getting threats now. New York fucking sucks. They always have. <laughs> Happy for that was great seeing the Devils uh, fans outside the Prudential Center ch- chanting along the Rangers goal song and just going Rangers suck. Yeah. Everybody roots for when New York loses, so good for the Devils. Uh, Hurricanes versus Devils, Leafs versus Florida, Knights versus Edmonton, Stars versus Kraken. I think the Knights Edmonton series will be one of the best ever, and I think the winner of that wins the cup. Me too. Yep. Which one? The Las Vegas Knights versus the Edmonton Oilers. The winner of that will win the Stanley Cup. I think Hurricanes versus Devils is a toss-up. The Hurricanes are obviously more talented. I know one guy in the Devils, and it's Jack Hughes. He's awesome. Um, Leafs versus Florida, You right on paper you go, okay, like Leafs in five or six, but then what What has Florida done? Only beat the best team ever? Fl- Florida is also because the way they, they lost last year in the playoffs, they're playing with the chip on their shoulder. They're not messing around. Yeah, Because they were the best regular season team last year, right? Yeah, and they, they lost in the first round too. Yeah, like the President's Trophy curse is definitely a thing. Um, Stars versus Kraken. Florida's two, up 1-0. Really? Yeah. Um, Stars versus Kraken. Uh, Kraken, dude. Two, Let's go crack. Two, two Are we a Kraken podcast? I probably I will we not be watching much of Sniff a McCracken. Um, <laughs> now I don't want the Kraken to win. And yeah, now, that was talking hockey. <laughs> Love it, jeez. I ruined it. <laughs> um, I will keep NBA short. Okay. That, why do I keep hitting the wrong one? Jeez Louise. I am so upset that the Kings lost. The beam has not been lit. Sucks. Philly stunned the Celtics in game one without Embiid. 45 from Harden. Nuggets go up 2-0 on the Suns. Also stinks. Heat somewhat stunned the Knicks in game one. Lakers versus Warriors tip off tonight. Um, Before I let you guys go in, um, Kevin Durant being down 0-2 and the Kings losing is as bad as it can get for me. Uh, The Kings can obviously not do anything to redeem themselves. I don't know if the Suns can come back from down 0-2 as well, and you guys all know home, how much I love basketball, but I'm taking I'm taking the out route here, and I'm being a bitch, and I don't want to talk about it anymore. So 
<laughs> All right, I'll talk for you. Um, I saw a <laughs> clip of Devin Booker like crying uh, when he got hit on the back of the foot, and it was the most pussy-made shit I've ever seen in my life. I'm actively rooting against the sons of that, and I apologize because I am also a Kevin Durant believer. He should elevate this team to winning a championship. On the other side of the court, though, you have the guy that's been making the smart play on the court for the last three years, mm-hmm. and now he has a fully healthy team. Yeah. Like, Nikola Jokic plays like a kid playing like a 2K My Career to make the smart play, not the flashy play. Mm-hmm. And, and now I, he's got his supporting cast. And I really like Jokic, so I wouldn't mind them losing to the Nuggets, but it's also like I just love Kevin Durant. And for him to lose with the Suns, I will lose all any credibility that I've ever had in an argument about Kevin Durant. Forever. It's not Kevin Durant's fault. It doesn't it's matter. Chris it, Paul. It, the real stats don't matter in arguments. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you're right. But also, it's just funnier because Chris Paul is such a fucking penis, and he still isn't going to win a goddamn championship. I also have always Fuck liked Chris him. Paul. <laughs> he is a humongous piece of shit. He's one of the dirtiest players of all time and just gets away with it. Yeah. He's that like was, made sack tapping just normal now in the end. Whatever NBA. it was, like two years ago, he did something really scummy to Giannis, and I lost a lot of respect to, for him. But before that, I was a huge Chris Paul stan. And again, everything I touch is just turns to fucking shit. And that's why <laughs> him and Kevin Durant teaming up couldn't work. Yeah. He's, the, he's the reason that Kawhi's ankle got hurt the first time oh, well, on the Clippers. I mean... He you could blame you could blame Kawhi's s- injuries on the wind. You mad at the wind? No, Chris <laughs> Paul looked up at him as he was taking a jump shot and stuck his foot under him. Chris Paul is a fucking scumbag. I agree with you. As, Fuck that guy. As somebody who's uh, as a podcast who is rooting for the Kings, looking back on it, always hindsight's twenty twenty. But it definitely was a game where. You, Steph was gonna drop fifty points. It was written on the wall. Yeah, but that yeah, was it's the- like Desmond Bain chirping LeBron or, or Dylan Brooks chirping LeBron, and then LeBron winning the game handily. Like so, that's how it should have been. It's just gonna sound really stupid, but like that's a game seven where I look back at it and I'm like, okay, well, if you just stop Steph Curry, then you win the game. I know how stupid right. that sounds, but if you only had to do one thing to win a game seven, you're going to think you're going to win mo- most of the time. Right. Clay Thompson played awful. Wiggins played awful. And they still lost by 20. Right. So it sucks. Um, it was fun to have a $10 future to win 800 that I really needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was. It was really nice. Could have been. Well, it's back. Um, I, uh, Jalen Brown is on my shit list. Yeah. I had um, just a solid seven-leg parlay that included (laughs) uh, the Sixers winning game one, which I was like, if it happens, that'll be pretty cool. And Jalen Brown had 23 points. Guys, what did I need him to get? 25. 25. You know what's funnier than 24? 25. So that's a big bummer. It was 10 to win $400. And uh, two more points from Jalen Brown would have gotten that for me. That stinks. Needed that, too. Yeah. Um, and then also just stay on basketball since you already got me talking about it. And I'm already angry. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, Dylan Brooks, still same thing. You guys can go off about him. I could give two shits about him. I wish he scored 50 every game, even after all the shit he talked and beat LeBron James. And Steph Curry probably will dwindle down to regular Earth Steph Curry and not have 50 points a game. And then the Lakers beat them in five fucking games. LeBron goes to win the championship, and I'm just sad. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, he showed up at the Lake, or not the Lakers, at the Nuggets Suns game with like fully straightened hair. And I thought it was the funniest shit I'd ever seen. Dude, you really got to use the person's name when Brady mentioned five of them. (laughs) Yeah, we know we're talking Dylan Brooks. Okay, yeah, yeah. Dylan Brooks. Yeah, he literally looked disgusting. It to like a wave (laughs) at the end. Yeah, after pulling out like his braids that he's had all season. Yeah, he's never helped himself. That's for damn sure. And now the Grizzlies aren't going to pick him up. At all, he's done in Memphis. So Shanghai on three, no conditions. Under no conditions. That's the biggest fuck off into oblivion I've ever heard from like a contractual negotiation. Yeah, Yeah. true from a contractual. (laughs) But like, if a girl told James that, he'd be like, "There's still a chance." (laughs) Oh, hundred (laughs) percent. No, these are lawyers. Under no condition will I grab a drink with you. Uh, She might. First off, it was also circumstances. Second <laughs> off, I would be, I'd be like dumb and dumber, so you're telling me there's, there's a chance. chance. Uh, that's about it I got on NBA. I think Golden State's on a whirlwind, but so are the Nuggets. I think if that can be the fi- the conference finals, that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm I with you on that. Kings winning four. <laughs> like the beat. Uh, I want the Heat. Like the fucking. I want the Heat Sixers in Eastern Conference. I think that would be a lot of fun too. I kind of want a bubble rematch. Heat versus Lakers. I hope (sighs) the Lakers lose so (laughs) badly, dude. It would be the one thing that made me happy. Yeah. Now I'm now I'm back out on the Lakers. I just wanted them to beat Memphis. Um, Now it's Warriors all the day. Are you still in the night? I want the Knicks to go far. They play it the night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sweet. That's cool. Let's go Tar Heels, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pick a different team. Hmm. Let's go shitting. <laughs> Music by Pat Mallers and Chef Charles. Make sure to stay hydrated this weekend. It's going to be needed. Got the Kentucky Derby, Cinco de Mayo. Have some fun. Oh, wait, we have a... S- Derby episode coming out later. Sick. Peace, love, and happiness. Shot City, come on and ride with me. Get high and catch a vibe with me. This music that make you feel good. Do it for the real ones. Do it while I still can. This is for the real fans. We're singing along with the set of light shows. I know, I ain't so fly, don't you? Think so too. Shorty trying to come through to kick it like kung fu. On the blood cruise with the sunroof open. I'm the one who everybody love. Everybody want to be like me. I cha-cha real smooth. do 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 I break rules and race roofs. Sit great goose with great juice. I make moves and I make the music and hang loose, homie. Fall back like I down. Okay, I got it, go right out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Get it, got it, good, good Get it, got it, good Fall back like I down Okay, I got it, go right out la dee da dee do I feel fucking awesome I'm, I'ma tell you all why Ain't felt like this for a long time Can't think with the wrong mind Can't drift to the wrong tide Can't sink if it's all dry Land, one day you gotta learn to fly Curve the plot, cook it up, serve it hot Shorty thick like a car bomb Oh lord, won't quit till it's all mine on God I've been steady trying to get in my way That's the only way that I 
I get down. 